Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindshare Radio. My name is Kevin Whelan. As always, it's so good to have you with me today. And today I want to talk a little bit about the importance of knowing your numbers about your client's business in terms of how their marketing is performing and how that will directly impact your level of profitability and your longevity with the clients that you work with. So recently I had a client who, um, who reached out and was like, Hey, you know, we're heading into kind of uncertain territory and times and the Delta variant is, uh, is, 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 is an ongoing concern. And, you know, we don't know how our our business is going to perform. And I'm wondering if there's ways we can, you know, reduce costs or reduce any fees or that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, as always, I'm, I'm totally happy to entertain, uh, all options that way, very transparently, very proactive in terms of the, in terms of those types of discussions. So I said, yeah, let's get on a call today, uh, at X time. And, and we, we got on a call and we, what we did was we looked at the numbers and, uh, I don't know how else this conversation would have gone if we didn't, but we looked at the numbers to say, well, let, let's look at the health of what, what's happening. And in, if you look at my KPI dashboard in the template section, if you're a pro member, uh, you'll, you'll see that there. But basically having a spreadsheet that, that tracks things like what is your cost per lead? What is your cost per new client acquisition or per new client? Uh, what is your... Um, uh, net new revenue or uh, lifetime value. So b- having a few ideas in terms of your numbers, what's the payback period, which is a big one. These things are really valuable. So what we did was we looked at their all in blended marketing costs, which included things like part, part of a new website, uh, you know, ad spend, my fees, you know, the marketing manager, basically everything. And we basically said, okay, so let's take all that number and divide it by the number of new clients that you're acquiring and uh, on a month over month basis. And let's look at that. And that's ultimately the health. And what we do is we look at it and say, one, are we profitably acquiring new clients currently? And if so, how fast do we get our money back? In other words, what is the payback period? How much cash do I have to put out and how long does it take for me to get it back? Those are really, really big numbers because cash flow ultimately is is king. It's not just profitability or costs versus lifetime value. It's can you sustain the payback period, the outlay of cash until you get it back? And the only way you know that is by knowing your average deal size. In this case, you know, I, I won't tell you the numbers, but um, you know, it was in the thousands and uh, in re- in monthly recurring revenue, and to acquire a customer, ultimately it took between one and two months to to pay back. So our marketing costs, our total marketing costs, all all marketing costs, everything included, divided by the number of new clients that they signed, resulted in a number that that meant that based on the new revenue they were signing with in monthly recurring revenue that they're able to get that money back within 1.5 months or so. And I said, that's really, really good, especially in an in industry uh, like I'm in, in the co-working world. And uh, so I'm like, if anything, you should be spending more. You know, you should be spending as much as you can until that number doesn't make sense anymore. And uh, I said, you can totally do this without me, um, you know, and, and, and run with the things and the tools and people and systems that we have. Um, but... Uh, I mean, ultimately you're printing money at this point and, and we know that the lifetime value, the first year value was something like, uh, six and a half times ROI or six times plus, uh, return on investment in terms of the, the revenue that they would get, um, back from the money that they put into it in terms of their all in marketing expenses. And mind you, some of this again was, was new website redesigns and branding and other stuff. So really, uh, those fees aren't, aren't ongoing. So, you know, they're really looking at in terms of, um, kind of in terms of the, you know, acquisition costs that are not, um, kind of investments, like, like, like one-time fees and stuff, uh, for, for big projects, you're looking at, you know, seven, eight, nine times ROI in the first year. And then we know that the lifetime value is several years. So you're looking at, you know, you're looking at tens of times an ROI, like, you know, or, you know, 
hundreds of percents, thousands of percents in ROI. So anyway, the numbers were really good. And the fact that they could put money out in this month and get that money back this month and maybe a couple weeks after meant that they could really ramp things up. Now, had we not looked at those numbers, I think the client wasn't as equipped, wasn't uh, as up to speed on those numbers as I was. And I think what, by analyzing them, we could say, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, we're, we're printing money here. So why would we shut off Kevin, you know, when uh, he's ultimately helping us steer the ship and allocate funds effectively and making sure that we're, we know we're, tra- we're tracking things well and we're getting these results. Uh, so he's like, you know what, you're totally right. I think, um, you know, yes, I'm a little bit worried about the future and we need to be thinking uh, cash consciously. Uh, but he agreed with me that, yeah, we should probably be increasing spend, at least in the areas like advertising where we're getting the biggest return uh, until that, until those numbers don't make sense anymore. And and I said, there's a lot more that, that can be done, can be accomplished. There's more spending that you need to do in order to ramp up the total volume of new clients and new leads that you're getting. But I, I said, you know, uh, you know, he, he kind of implied that we should be playing a little bit of defense. And I said, sure, you can play defense a little bit in your business and be conservative in terms of how you invest. But when it comes to your marketing, if it's a profitable situation, it's the only outlay of cash that you're spending, even if it's tens of thousands of dollars, that isn't an expense. It's it's an investment. And if you can prove that payback period and you can prove that ROI, then then it demonstrates very clearly that you're, you're able to produce cash. And rather than playing defense in marketing, which I think is ultimately going to kind of kill you, uh, it's, you should be leaning into it as long as those economics will allow, as long as that cash flow will produce a positive scenario, both in the near term in terms of your payback period, which I think is a really critical number, uh, as well as the long term, you know, the one year tra- trajectory and the lifetime trajectory. Um, and uh, yeah, you can't, you know, you can't bet on lifetime value. It's just another indicator of how much wiggle room do we expect to have. But even that payback period, you can bet on. And that first year um, total value is a great, great kind of metric to look at. So if I didn't know these numbers and we couldn't point to them and we didn't have our KPI sheets done, there's no way we can make a business case to work together. And I said, at the end of the day, I'm happy to, to scale back. I'm happy to, uh, you know, I've got a lower, lower level of service we could jump into or completely pause or cancel. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I see myself as an advocate and I see myself as, um, uh, needing to do by definition, I see myself as a fiduciary needing to do what's in the client's best interest. And if I can't make a financial case to work together and neither can the client and we have no data or no numbers to look at that might indicate whether this is a profitable situation for everybody, then I'm going to lose clients. I have no business. I have no, like it's arbitrary, right? Uh, as a marketing professional, if you can't demonstrate some form of ROI, now, not all of it needs to be in a spreadsheet. Some of that ROI could be like, look, we just we're doing some things and we just want to make sure that we don't fall off the rails. So you are insurance, your downside protection. And that's a totally valuable thing as well. As long as everyone's aware that you're paying a premium for you not to fail. Uh, and, and then you're delivering on that promise as well, obviously. Uh, but if the business is declining and you're advising and you're not growing, then probably there's a case to not work together or if your fees greatly outweigh the value that you're producing, uh, which is a bit of a judgment call. But uh, so it's not always in, in clear, like you don't always get the ROI today. I, I've got one client that's uh, nearly $100,000 invested in a project and that's going to pay off over many, many years. But that's that project has yet to produce revenue um, because it's a, it's a side kind of project for them until it becomes part of their main business. And, uh, and I continue to collect fees on a monthly basis as we build and that's okay because 
Um, we we know what game we're playing. We know the finances. We know the the economic model and when we expect to recoup all of that back and how. And uh, so you just have to kind of know, you know, and also, you know, in that particular situation, if they didn't hire me, not only would they not have gotten the project off the ground, if they did, it would have been, uh, frankly, it would have been not to the standard that they would want and not to the standard that it would need to be at in order to successfully sell down the line. So sometimes the cash doesn't come back for many, many years. Uh, in fact, the value, if you do it correctly, if you bring your methodology and you install systems and you, and you create a better flow, a better way to, for your clients to operate, then you are going to, that's the client's going to have that as a, as an asset for many, many years to come. And ideally you're documenting your systems and processes, or you're getting the marketing manager to do that so that if, if the marketing manager were to leave, there's always, um, there's always kind of someone to take over and to kind of have a starting point. They're writing down all the credentials, all the stuff I teach in my methodology training. Uh, and if you're not a pro member and you want to get access to that, it includes a whole bunch of templates, like even even a place to store your login credentials or uh, the KPI spreadsheet, like I'm talking about, or the you know certain call notes or uh, all kinds of stuff. Proposal template, the whole works. Um, but yeah, the, the the point I'm making though is that um, if you don't, yeah, at the end of the day, if you don't know your numbers and you don't know what the value equation is going to be, then it's really hard. Uh, it's really hard to justify your fees, and you're gonna you're gonna put yourself out of a job very quickly. So, uh, by knowing your numbers, you can save your relationships and maintain them, and do a great job delivering value over long periods of time. If you don't, then your client is intuitively going to eventually see you as an expense. Uh, so it's really, really critical up to, and up to you to ensure that the economics of your situation are good. And if they're not good in terms of immediate or clear winning ROI in, in the near term, what is that long, what does the long-term value look like so that you're both playing the same game? Uh, cause sometimes they're leveraging you to help them get to somewhere else, whether that's more investments or something else. There's all kinds of games that are being played. Sometimes they want to expand their business line. So they're investing in this business line. And even though it's a loss leader for a while, it helps the main business. Really, you, you just have to be comfortable talking about numbers and talking about what is the value here and why why should we continue to work together and as long as you bring that spirit a spirit of a fiduciary advisor as, uh, as a guide as someone who's looking out for the interest of your clients then you'll be in a good place and you want to be proactive about that if it doesn't feel right or if you feel like you're charging too much or you're not doing enough good to be proactive about all those discussions have downgrade options um, or just pause or cancel if, if that's the way it needs to go um, but you need to be ready and proactive to have open discussions around the business case of working together. And if you don't know the business case to work together, you're sure as heck your clients aren't going to know it. Uh, or one of you are going to feel uncertain about the relationship and that's never a good place to be in. So you want to over deliver on value. You want to be able to prove and demonstrate it as best you can. And ultimately the only way you can do that is if you know what the economics are. And that's why that, uh, KPI spreadsheet is so important. Uh, and if that's not, what's going to speak to the value, it's understanding what is the value over three, four, five, six, seven years? And what what game, what objective are you helping your clients meet? And asking them directly, like, what's the business case? What, why is this? Why are we spending this amount of money on me when we could be, why not do it another way, for example? So I hope all this helps. Um, just wanted to kind of share that story because uh, I think it's just, it's an important, it like, you know, they're a $3,500 a month client that's going to stick with me for any number of months now. Um, you know, I don't know, but I could, they could end it tomorrow for all I know, but I have a feeling they'll stay with me. They've got some big valuable goals that they still want to accomplish. And, uh, as far as I know, I'm the most, uh, um, capable person of helping them get there. And that's one of the other benefits of specialization. You're really not interchangeable if you put yourself in a category of one and then build up that expertise over and over again. And that's why having a niche is so important. Um, and it, you know, it takes years to grow, grow that level of, um, 
uh, reputation and credibility and, and experience and expertise. But uh, the more you do it, it just compounds on itself. Uh, more opportunities come from all over the place. Uh, so anyway, just wanted to share that with you. I hope you're doing really, really well. And uh, it's been a bit since I've recorded the last episode. I've been kind of heads down uh, wanting to ship the the methodology training that I've put into it. So if you're not a pro member, it's, it's 100 bucks a month. You can cancel the next month. But it comes with a bunch more things like a Trello board with over 120 kind of action items that I tar- try to accomplish, basically a checklist that I try to accomplish with my clients kind of it comes in three parts there's an infrastructure piece which is that 120 pieces that and that's like making sure we've crossed every t and dotted every i with building out their marketing program and then there is a uh, a client operating system which is what how you organize what gets done daily weekly monthly quarterly annually and that way when you're done your engagements your clients have a a system uh, so all your good ideas get packaged and if they need to be revisited or re-implemented or recurring tasks need to get done it goes in there as a reminder and then you have a place so that your clients are able to operate a system that reminds them to do things or check on things and doesn't depend on any one person remembering all the good ideas that you brought to your engagement so that's the whole goal is to turn your expertise into a into a system if you can and uh, and then finally, there's a swipe file component and in, in all the ways that that's valuable. And I show how I create one and how I use it and a lot of good value in that as well. And then, of course, there's all the resources and templates and uh, all that stuff is in the, the, the Mindshare Pro membership, as well as you can ask me unlimited questions and, and I'll give you either an audio response like this or a uh, or a full on uh, post in the membership community. So. That's all for now. I'll leave you with it. Uh, if you want to sign up for Mindshare Pro, just go to mindshare.fm and uh, look for the the link to sign up. Um, or you might be able to, yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. And uh, yeah, I hope that's it. I hope that's uh, all for now. I'll leave you with that. Take care and uh, talk to you again soon. Bye.